0: Hello, and welcome back to The Rewilding Life. My name is Ashley. Welcome. And in-, <laughs> in doing research for this episode, I kind of fell down a rabbit hole of sorts. um, And I got lost. But I, I came back, and this is not going to be as intensive as... It might have been. It was. It was going to get weird and rambling. I mean, I'm already weird and rambling, but it was going to get so much worse. So let's talk about the autumn equinox and Maybon. So the autumn equinox um, is actually Tuesday, September 22nd at precisely 9:30 a.m. That's Eastern Standard Time. Like the observation dates for Maybon vary. You might see um, the 19th through the 23rd. I've seen the 21st, the 21st and the 22nd, the 21st through the 24th, and the 21st through the 29th, which, I mean, I celebrate my birthday for an entire week, so why wouldn't I celebrate a Sabbath for an entire week? I mean, that just makes sense. Other names for the Autumn Sabbath are Harvest Tide and Harvest Home. Traditionally, the Autumn Sabbath... Is a time of balance and to take stock in what you have to be grateful for. Um, a lot of the time this second harvest is pretty much what's going to take people through the colder months of the year up until planting season um, for the next year. So this is also a good time to rest and plan for the year ahead. Um, both with planting and our own personal endeavors. The Autumn Sabbath is a feast celebration. And I thought this was interesting. You know, the first American Thanksgiving was actually on October 3rd, 1621. And one of the rabbit holes I fell down was, why the hell we celebrate Thanksgiving in November? But we're not going to get into that. Um, but it is interesting to look into, so definitely check that out. Capitalism. <laughs> but pretty much, um, yeah. Typically autumn home decor is pretty much um what you would expect like the quintessential autumn sabbat slash maybon decor. You know, you got your gold and red and orange leaves, you see a lot of oak and acorns. Um, corn stalks, corn cobs, um, a lot of squash. Just all of that pretty much encompasses, um, the autumn equinox. Um, I'm a lazy observer, so I probably won't go all out with a sabbat altar just because I'm, I'm, I'm lazy. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's nice to like set the intention and do that, but I just never, I never get around to it. I like have one little spot that I like might put a couple things that Symbolize the time of the year that we're in but I won't go all out Activities that can get you into the harvest tide spirit um, Pretty much anything that would be considered preparation for the winter and I put quotes around that um, because that traditionally it would be a good time to like collect the rest of your crops, you know, go apple picking, collect berries, um, canning food, pickling food, making jams and jellies. Um, Actually quilting, quilting and sewing had once been like a social tradition around this time to kind of further prepare for the quilter months. Um, You can decorate your house and home in autumn colors, um, baking, and soups, pretty much anything food related because it is a feasting celebration. Um, and wine and beer crafting. I actually have a book by um Edain McCoy. Let me see. Sorry, I left it on the coffee table. It is Sabbaths, a witch's approach to living old ways. Um it has a really it has a lot of really good resources. It even has um, like ritual, group rituals, if you have a coven that you work with, um, and recipes. There's a really good blackberry wine recipe in this book, um, that I'm going to have to try. It takes, like, four pounds of blackberries. I might have read it and been like, wow, that's a lot of blackberries. I'll have to look at that again. I'm probably telling you wrong, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, the recipes look really good. It is, um... From the Wiccan standpoint, um, just a friendly reminder, all Wiccans are witches, but not all witches are Wiccan. Um, So if your practice isn't religious in nature, there might be certain aspects of the rituals that you might not connect with. Anyway, that's a good book. I really enjoy it. Um, And the wine and beer crafting actually reminded me of this post that I saw not too long ago. It's a painting and it has um, Dionysus and Apollo. And Dionysus is like having a good time. You know, he's just, he's just rocking it with his glass of wine. And Apollo is like, what the hell? The look on his face is just utter (laughs) bafflement. It is hilarious. Let's go on to the legend of Mabon. Just a quick disclaimer. I do not speak Welsh. (laughs) So I'm probably not going to say this right. Yeah, Maybon's story. I should say, Maybon at Madron because I guess Maybon is also a place. Uh, anyway, anyway, so there is speculation as to if Maybon that is mentioned in these stories that I'm getting ready to talk about is the actual like deity figure or a location. But anyway, all right. So Maybon is first mentioned. And a series of stories from Middle Welsh 12th and 13th century prose. Um, It's like the earliest set of stories from early oral tradition. Um, And the Mabinagian, the legend of Mabon, is kind of like tucked away into the series of stories. The story that specifically talks about his, like, what happened... To him is um, in a story called Kilhuich and Alwyn. Kilhuich um, is actually one of Arthur's cousins. Like whenever I say Arthur, I mean the Arthur, like King Arthur. And Kilhuich is pretty much cursed, like air quotes cursed, into marrying Alwyn, but he has to survive a series of quests and trials. Or tests, I guess you would call it, that her father insists he pass in order to marry his daughter. So one of the quests, well, let me back up a second <laughs> because you he Kilhulik has to um, like complete the quests in chronological order in order to like it level up, I should say. Um, and one of the quests is to collect a hairpin from this murderous boar, but in order to do that he has to find Mabon, which is like this epic hunter, right? Um, and Mabon Up which literally means divine son, son of divine mother, ma- um, the divine mother being the mother goddess figure, he was kidnapped at three nights old and imprisoned and nobody knows where he is because he is supposed to be like the oldest man on earth like the oldest man which is <laughs> it's confusing because it's also said that his father is one of Arthur's knights so I don't I I'm <sighs> I'm confused I don't know I don't know but that's just one legend and there are other like other variations because it's also said that he's like the offspring of a sun god as well. So things get confusing. Again, it's 12th and 13th century stories. I'll just take it at face value for what it is. Anyway, anyway, going back to the story. So Mabon was kidnapped at three nights old and taken to some unknown place. Nobody knows where he is. Nobody knows if he's alive. Um, so Kilhuch and Arthur's knights... Go about trying to find this man. Hold on, let me get comfortable. I'm sliding out of my chair. But luckily, luckily one of Arthur's knights is able to speak every language in the world, including animal languages. So they go about asking all of the oldest animals in the forest if they know where Mabon is. Of course, things are kind of complicated. Um, because you have to find the oldest animal on earth in order to be able to actually know what the hell is going on. So they start with the crow, and the crow's like, Dude, I'm old. Go ask the buck. He's older than I am. He knows more. So the buck's like, "Uh Uh-uh, man. I don't know anything about this kid. You need to go ask the owl. So the owl's like, You know who's older than me? The eagle is older than me. So the eagle is like, there is one creature that's older than me. Dude tried to kill me once, but we're cool now. You need to go talk to the salmon. Apparently, the salmon is like this gigantic salmon. The salmon knows exactly where Mabon is. So he's like, get on my back. I'll take you to him. Apparently, the salmon is gigantic and can like carry a dozen or so. Probably more because according to the and they're like... Numerous pages of names of Arthur's knights that would be joining Kilhuegh on this adventure. So this the salmon must be gigantic in order to carry that many people. Anyway, I digress. So they make it to Gloucester, which is said to be where Mabon was imprisoned. They hear just cries of utter despair and they find that he is entombed in the earth. He identifies himself as Mabon, and they release him. So upon releasing him, Mabon being like the baddest boar hunter of the land, is able to kill this mad boar and get the hairpin that Kilchlech needs in order to progress to the next task or to marry Alwyn. It's a long ass story, in fact, it was pretty much like Spark Notes. If you're interested in a really abridged version, I would suggest checking out a YouTube channel called Monarch's Factory by Dale Kingsmill. She is awesome. Um, it's kind of like watching Monty Python. It is amazing. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So that's the story of Mabon. It's confusing <laughs> and kind of vague. Um, which brings me to the point that you might have noticed that Maybon doesn't actually have anything to do with autumn harvest other than the fact that he was kidnapped at three nights old, which I'm I'm wondering if it has to do with like the amount of time that the sun at its lowest point during the, the winter months. So it starts receding after the equinox and then it Returns at Yule what are you doing? <laughs> um, so between september twenty second and Yule, it's kind of in the dark the year is in a dark period um, which makes sense that makes sense. Um, maybon is a god of fertility in youth so i've I've seen in a couple different spots where he has been likened to Persephone, so he's pretty much the male equivalent of Persephone. And his mother is actually, I'd almost say she's similar to Demeter. Well, yeah, I'd say very similar to Demeter. We're not sure if she's like an earth god, an earth goddess, um, or a river goddess. Like I've seen a couple different things, also, it's interesting to point out, in Celtic tradition, the Wheel of the Year is cyclical. So it goes through a cycle of birth, death, and rebirth. And we see that a lot. Um, that is very apparent in how we plant crops. Also in relation to the triple goddess aspect of Mother Earth. We see this also in Mabon's legend in that he was born... Imprisoned underground for an unmarked amount of time, um, which is like a symbolic death, and then reborn again whenever he was released. But what is really interesting is the fact that Maybon wasn't actually associated with the Sabbaths or the Wheel of the Year until the 1970s, thanks to American poet Aidan Kelly. He was putting together a pagan craft calendar. Yeah, Pagan Craft Calendar, um, and had noticed the Wheel of the Year had a Gaelic Celtic theme, um, and three out of the eight holidays didn't actually have Gaelic Celtic associations um, for the names of the holidays. They were very generic, so he chose to use inspiration from Saxon tradition. Uh, from Saxon mythos to come up with three new names um, Astara, Letha, and Maybon. now because of the cyclical nature of Celtic pagan tradition, this very dynamic is why Aiden chose Maybon as a autumn equinox um, association we see the same life, death, and rebirth theme in mythos across numerous cultures and traditions, um, all revolving around the autumn equinox. So per deductive reasoning, Aiden Kelly decided to use Mabon as the autumn equinox mythology. And because of that reasoning, I must concede it does make sense, I, I, I personally was in the camp that he should be more of a spring god, but after reading this, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, all of my resources, all of everything that I've referenced, I will provide links to in the show notes. Um, let's see, let's see, is there anything that I'm missing? So yeah, that is the story of Mabon. He actually has, um, there are actually a couple different poems that have him in them um in the mabinockian i would definitely suggest checking them out all right is there any housekeeping i don't think there is i still don't have a profile picture on my facebook page for whatever reason facebook does not like me that's okay that's okay you can still find me on facebook at the rewilding life i have a email address at the underscore rewilding life at outlook.com I also have an Instagram account at the underscore rewilding life. Um, you can reach me at, on, at any of those. Um, yeah. This has been fun. Again, like. <laughs> oh, oh, one more thing. Um, there is one of the links that I will provide in the show notes is this French blog um, called Morgan's Cauldron. There is a. Um, Maybon's prison tarot spread in that blog post. it's It's in English, so don't worry. It, it's incredibly fascinating and I'm thrilled that I found it. So that's definitely something to check out. Um I have not recorded the Apple ritual yet. That will be soon, um, probably Monday because we are going to the orchard on Monday. Um, yeah, so. I do believe that is it. I think we are good to go. All right. Well, this is fun. I encourage you to dive deeper. It goes on forever. <laughs> there are so many paths to take and it gets distracting. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you and I will see you soon. All right. Have a good night. Bye.